it's always slowed down. I don't know. I don't know what Zencaster's doing half the time. Um, this podcast brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster. <laughs> if anyone does it right, it's them. They never throw your audio out of sync. There's never a lot of latency or anything. So, I um, I feel like you're being sarcastic, but I can't tell because you're always it's being me. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I was talking about you to somebody yesterday that you were trolling, and. Uh, they hit me up and i was like i just said adam question mark and they're like god damn it i was like (laughs) check your source yeah adam's gonna call me one day and be like bro i'm bleeding i need some help i'll be like "Ah, dude i i got shit to do man i'll I'll talk to you later you know no bro i'm bleeding i'm a click (laughs) that's happened before like i i was i'm trying to be serious and no one believes me because i just constantly (laughs) i'm like hey by the way uh yeah. Well, well, you don't you'll... cry wolf, to be fair. You cry bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll laugh, dude. He gets these big old red cheeks, right? When he's being, <laughs> he's being serious and he'll be talking, but he knows that whatever he's saying sounds like bullshit. Yeah. And he'll start laughing. And I'm like, <sighs> he's like, no, no, no. Listen, no, no, dude. Look, look, look. I'm being serious. I swear I'm being serious. <laughs> and, and I will say that it, if he says that, he's usually being serious, right? He doesn't – at least he's still got that disclaimer he can plug in and, and I, I will believe him momentarily. <laughs> but it's hard because he'll just start laughing as he's trying to, to tell you. So he's like, hey, so you know how that thing <laughs> – and I'm like, no, Adam, no, no. <laughs> no, seriously, listen, listen, listen. No, no, for real, for real. For real, for real. <laughs> so – I don't, I don't know what to talk about today. That's what I'm talking. We have about. the first female president right now, so I want to point that out. And I'm popping a cold one as we speak. She's not really the president, though. Throw man. it up to the thickest we president this. we've ever had. Let's go. <laughs> the thickest president. Yo, the pres is thick, bro. She got that presidential ass. <laughs> I'm ready. Jesus Christ. I'd hit it. I'm just saying. Why I'm not? trying to get into the West Wing just to hit that, you know. But anyway, I've got this cold one right here. I'm going to throw it back. Um, I'm trying to get up in the West Wing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you keeping it 55th Street? I'm keeping it 55th Street. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the podcast that finally gets the FBI to just come to our house. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were watching. For, um, for the record, he's not threatening the current president. He would like to engage in sexual congress. Apparently, there's no damage I could do with this thing anyway. Like, there's no <laughs> way. Trust me, this is not a lethal weapon. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are there are airsoft guns that could do more damage than this thing. <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> Hey, girl, you want to see my pew-pew? These ain't freedom seeds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so my go-to line is like, you want to see a really big dick? And then they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I unzip my pants. <laughs> Whip yours out. Yeah. There was well, a study done 
Go you ahead, could then. have the worst pickup line in the world. Uh, since you do have a vasectomy, you could say something like, unlike uh, Alex Baldwin, I actually do fire blanks. Damn, that was funny, though. So for the record, like I'm kind of torn right now. Like I want to laugh. But you could use it. You're going to hell. <laughs> I'm just saying like it's bad, but you could probably use it. <laughs> it's bad, but you could probably use it. <laughs> Yo, baby, you're safe with me because unlike Alec Baldwin, Baldwin, I really do shoot blanks. <laughs> I am going to use that at some point. <laughs> I think you will. Like I, I, I can right see I you am. saying it. Well, <laughs> there, there you well, go. Yeah, Enjoy. Exactly. It's your own Doug Arnold original. <laughs> DA original. You so have was... my full and complete permission to use that, sir. This is Creative Commons. You just got to <laughs> tell them that it's Doug's. You got to give them credit. This, after I say it, I got to go, copyright Doug Arnold, 2021. <laughs> so there was no, a study it, done. It, it's like, I'll just take a percentage of that ass. How's that? Hey, that's a good idea, right? They're like, hey, um, they're like, look, I got to give Doug 8% of your ass when we're done. So 92% of it belongs to me, but you got to just rub it up against him. That's that's all. Just so rub you it have up against to, him. You have to. Okay, that's uh, all right. Never mind. <laughs> but what I was gonna say wasn't gonna land, so never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, because everything that's never on this... stopped you before. <laughs> I was gonna say because everything on this podcast and that comes out of your mouth. Fucking... I was gonna say you got to get ninety two percent done and then bring Doug in, tag him in. Right? It sounds awful. It sounds terrible. Like oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh wait a minute, Doug. Doug, your turn. <laughs> Get it, get in here, buddy. I'll hold the camera. Undo my belt. <laughs> All right. So there was a study done. Anyway, uh, the other back, day, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. This goes back to your big penis comment. If you want to see a big penis, they did a study, and most women said that for uh, like a partner, like somebody they were going to be with for a long time, that they wanted a smaller penis or average penis, right? That they only wanted these giant cocks for like one night stands and shit, you know? And, uh, I think, I think dudes are kind of the same, right? We see chicks with these ridiculous body sizes, proportions, whatever. And <clears throat> we want to hit it, but it's like, eh, well, I don't know. Guys are just sort of, guys are dumb. We're dumb. Yeah, they would just marry it, really. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, as it was, uh, was coming out, I was like, "Man, well, we're dumb." With uh, you know the 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 classic stuff, which you know I'm not saying this is accurate or not, but um, women would marry a man thinking they could change them, and men marry a woman so they can lock that shit in. They they want the status quo to continue. I heard something of. It was a psychologist quote. He said, um, women, women control sex, men control marriage. And that kind of disagree with that shit. I I don't because no, 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 no. Let me, let me, I I see where you're going, what you're thinking. Negative. It's, it's like this. If you want sex, the woman has to agree to it, right? Men are out looking for it. Women control it. 
Mineral but, is a default, yes. <laughs> right, but but right, yeah, exactly. But when well, it comes at least to that's marriage, how they're portrayed. Right. Women want marriage, but who has to initiate that? Who has to agree to it? Men. So that's what he meant by control, not not that men are controlling. Like they provide the marriage. the marriage and then the woman provides the sex. Sex. Right. Yeah. And it and again it was I, I took that out of context. So I, I understand where where Doug's head went with that one. But I agree with it because it's true, right? Men are always out trying to get sex. The woman has to agree to it. Women want marriage. The guy has to agree to it. They're like so, the gatekeepers to sex, and then we're the gatekeepers to marriage. To marriage, basically, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a better way to, to put it. And like I said, I do agree with that. Um, and I think that, like Doug said, right, a man, when we decide we want to lock that shit in, we're like, marry me. And they're like, oh, my God, yay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> this doesn't get any better it only gets it's worse exactly now. <laughs> i can even... fix him no it's going the other way lady but my they favorite say that... go, go ahead dan i mean dan or somebody <laughs> Dan adam i was just One gonna say doug and i've had this conversation too that they say that the thing that you like the most about someone when you first start dating them oftentimes becomes the thing that annoys you most down the line and I think that's true, too, in my own personal experience. Unless that thing <laughs> is aggressive blowjobs. You know, well, I wanted to see how long the silence would the go. The dead silence so would funny. last? Yeah, me too. I was waiting. <laughs> Just for the awkwardness of it. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that if... Yeah, I don't think I'd ever get sick of blowjobs. Is it... Yeah. Like, what's an example if if that's not too personal? Um, I dated a woman that was um kind of I don't want to not not masculine, but didn't do normal chick stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And in the beginning, that was cool because um. They just kind of wanted to do the same things I wanted to do, whatever. But then over time, it did get annoying because it was just like, Jesus Christ, I, I feel like I'm dating a dude, you know, like because the same things that made them like that um, created issues like um, sort of a lack of empathy and things like that, <clears throat> like guys are. And so after a few months, I started to realize, oh, wow, you know. Uh, th- this isn't going to work, you know. Um, I've had buddies that have told me stories about like uh, a woman that was like kind of cute and indecisive, you know, like when they first started dating. And he's like, oh, she's so cute. She just, you know, and I make all the decisions, whatever. And then years later, they're married with kids. And it's like, this bitch cannot fucking decide anything <laughs> at any time, you know. And I'm like, but, you know, that's what you thought was cute about her about six years ago, <laughs> you know? So, um, like I said, I've had it happen to me and I've seen it happen to other people. And I, I think it is true, but, um, and I don't know why that is. I think it's an interesting, uh, I think it's an interesting dynamic. I'd, I'd like to understand more about it, but I can barely understand myself half the fucking time, let alone the entire like dating, whatever. 
Yeah, I like I like witty women who can like talk shit. So yeah, that usually bites me in the ass too. <laughs> right? You turn around and uh, you're like, "God damn it!" You I'm know. like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the same way. I like I like women who are funny and can keep up with me in that that arena. Um, and you're right. Sometimes it's like, oh. Wow. It's like, stop saying true things about me, bitch. She like... got me right. <laughs> exactly. You know. Um, but I'd rather have that than, um, I mean, I know guys that, and women, honestly, that they like that status quo, uh, that that dynamic of, you know, the man's in control of everything and, you know, the woman just does whatever he says all the time. I feel like <laughs> that so would get, weird. I think that would get boring. I really do. I mean, yeah, I'm not you saying I'll well date yourself. I mean, I, I, mean, I it's already kind fuck of myself that, constantly. So, I mean, why not? I might as well date myself too. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of that, you know, that classic caveman appeal, in, yeah. which may be appealing on a certain biological level. Yeah. But, you know, unless you're a really special person, uh, or I should say a really special person with female tendencies. There there we go. Uh, right. I don't know how you would survive that long term. And again, I think it depends, you know, like very recently I have, it's been brought to my attention that um, I actually prefer submissive women, um, but not to the point of, you know, they're going to do everything I tell them to do all the time. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about, but I'm a control freak. And I like to be in control and I like to make decisions. I have no issues with a, a woman saying, well, that's cool, Dan, but did you think about this? But I always wind up with women with very strong personalities that are very much not submissive and it doesn't work out. Um, and there are plenty of submissive women out there that are fine and fucking healthy and they just, they want someone else to make the decisions. And I'm good with that. I'm okay with, it, you know, um, like I said, that's just something that's been brought to my attention recently. Um, We've had that discussion before about, you know, there are people, there, you know, men that have to make decisions about shit all day long. They may be a CEO, they mm -hmm. may be a lawyer, they may be a judge or whatever else. And the last thing they want to do when they come home is make a decision. So as soon as they walk in the fucking front door they're not in charge of shit their opinion means dick and some of them really get off on that mm -hmm. and then Hell want their yeah. ass beat and yada yada Hell yada yeah i've known i've known some subs and doms and people can think what they want about it but i'll tell you man there's some some folks out there that it's very healthy for them and they're and they're okay because of it and i ain't here to i ain't here to fucking shit on anybody's kink like or what if their kink is getting shit on I, even if their kink is getting shit on if that's what you're into like i'm not but whatever man you know but like i said hmm? if it makes you a more pleasant person to deal with <laughs> after you've engaged in that particular activity knock yes, yourself sir. out leave that's, fucking bruises i don't care that's Hell what i've yeah. always said that's what i've always said as long as you're not well I'm going to say as long as you're not hurting anyone, if they don't want to be hurt, because, you know, they yeah, want to be Yeah, two consenting spanking. adults can do whatever they want. That's yeah. exactly how I feel about it. And for people to say, oh, that's creepy, that's weird, you know, whatever. Um, that's why I'm not doing it to you. 
Right. Because right. you don't want I it like done. That. Exactly. <laughs> Next time I'm talking, somebody says, oh, that's fucking creepy. Well, I'm not going to spank you. So you've got nothing to worry about, <laughs> you know? Um, and then vice versa, you get some people that don't have the ability to exercise their will in the grand scheme of the world. And they like spanking people, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, and I've never, I've never been one to, to kink shame people or, or whatever, you know, just as long as, as long as it's not fucking kids, man, leave, leave fucking kids alone. Let kids be fucking kids. Um, or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, we all agree. Yeah. Good. All right. So uh, next week on the uh, podcast, right? Uh, we'll we be just, talking about. We just come into a fifteen minutes of agreeing with each other, and yes, 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 of course, yes, 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 indeed. Well, I yes, don't know yes, anyone indeed. that's going to s- disagree with you on leaving kids alone. Uh, there's a whole group called Nambla that would probably <laughs> disagree with me. So well, we had an Amber Alert out this week, and I did watch the news this morning. Uh, it was an Amber Alert on a 11-year-old girl. Uh-huh. Um, they found her today uh-huh. with a 30-year-old guy. Oh, and I didn't read that part. Apparently, uh, they connected through Craigslist, and the way uh, they were found will tell you that this wasn't necessarily one of those uh, creepy guys that runs around in the van found somebody <coughs> snatched them in there mm-hmm. because apparently how uh, they found her is this particular 11 year old girl had a conversation with a contractor and uh, saying that, y- y- you know, children volunteer things that, you know, if, if, if they're trying to lie, they're just not good at it. Yet. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she was trying to tell this uh, contractor that she was 23 years old and she was there with her boyfriend and they were having lots of sex and oh, wow. uh, something what else. Fuck? And it's coming out of this 11 year old girl's mouth. Yeah. So, and uh, she contractor looked, dude call, she, you know, like there's not many 11 year olds <laughs> that look 23. Are there 13, 14 year olds that look 23? Yes. And yeah. it will shock the fuck out of you. But, yeah. um, you know, 11, usually not. So, yeah. Yeah, she looked She looked 11 or 12. I mean, I, I you know, when they did the pictures in the Amber Alert, <clears throat> excuse me, I knew that they, um, I knew they found her, but I did not know that she was with this 30-year-old. Um, what the fuck? I never pay attention to the Amber Alerts because usually it's some kind of domestic custody thing and I'm just like, fuck it, but Yeah, nobody's really shit. getting hurt. Right. Yeah. yeah, that one, I was like, Doug, that one kind of caught my attention because there wasn't any information about like a parent or anything. It just said, you know, she's missing. And I looked at the picture. I said, okay, tried to remember it well enough that if I ran across her on the street that I'd recognize her, probably wouldn't. Um, This shit happens, you know, um, I've known people that have had similar situations in their families um, with this kind of shit. And the thing is now with the internet, um, it's these fucking pedophiles don't have to drive around in a van anymore. You know, they, 
they get on how the fuck online how do you find an 11 year old on craigslist that's my question like how is there a child using craigslist i, I mean I, I, I definitely dude it's not like yeah. it requires an identification username <clears throat> and a fucking password <clears throat> no but no what but, child is using craigslist well like, and 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 i ha- don't know like facebook tiktok um, social media in general, I could see where they might meet up. I mean, I've made friends on social media that I never met in my life. Um, we just hit it off on social media and some of them I've met after that, you know, they were all consenting adults. I might add, um, but I just want to point that (laughs) out during this conversation. It really is. Yeah. I just want to make sure people understand that. Um, but yeah, Craigslist is weird. Like what, what I, I'd be curious to know who posted what and how, right? Like how an 11 year old. Like, hello. Yes. I'm interested in this 1973 Camaro. Right. Exactly. And the next thing you know, you got pedophilia. <laughs> Boom. Pedophilia. Well, um, they didn't have all the details this morning, right. but I'm sure that will right. come out in court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no shit. Right. I'm just curious. Like, I'm just wondering out loud, I guess, how how that came to be, but I mean, surely there's some way because that's, he was doing it. Right. right and it happened. I, I just, you know, like Doug said, um, there was recently in, uh, one of the groups that I'm in on Facebook, they had to oust, uh, some folks because there was this 16 year old girl that had been posing as, yeah, like a 23 year old. And, uh, apparently had engaged in sex with some guys. And then they found out she's 16. And again, to Doug's point, there are some 16, 17 year old girls out there that I've even been like, huh. And then somebody's like, she's 16. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> you know, like, ew, yeah. ew, ew, it, ew, ew. Um, it's like you can, you can, uh, you know, you can work magic with the right, uh, you know, ladies have been doing this shit for years as far right. as. They can work makeup. magic with the right makeup and hair. Absolutely. All I'm saying is not your average 16-year-old no. girl, but no. your more well-developed 16-year-old girl right. who has the right makeup, the right outfit, the right mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she could pass herself off as 23. Yep. Uh, maybe not to, you know another 18 or 19 year old. Cause it seems like, you know, the, the older I get the, the, the less good it's, I get at judging. Ages. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because, that, you know, especially in that range, they all right. look like kids to me. Anyone yeah. under like 30, I, I I'll say, Oh yeah. The kid, the kid behind the counter. And it's like, Dan, she's 24 years old. I'm like, yeah, she's a kid. She's a yeah, kid. I'm yeah. old. You know, but I saw a picture of the girl and even knowing she was 16, because I heard, I heard the story first and then someone pointed her out. I was like, huh? Yeah, I could see that. Especially if she's hanging out in places where people are drinking and shit like that. You just don't think about it. No. You know? And it's the old joke of, you know, ID at the belt. Um, but again, if I was out, had a couple of drinks and this chick came up to me, I wouldn't think she was six. I wouldn't have thought she was 16. You know, um, and that's scary as hell to me because I am not a pedophile. I ain't trying to be a pedophile, um, et cetera, and so on. 
She's like, hang on, I'll be right back. And then Chris Hansen walks out. <laughs> like, God damn it. Right? Not again. What? Nothing. Um, but 11? Like. Yeah, there's gross. no way, dude. Gross, there's no dude. way. Right. You knew. You knew. A 16, 17 year old girl, you could say, yeah, she told me she was 19. I mean, I'm 46 years old. I shouldn't be fucking 19 year olds anyway. But you can say, hey, fuck off. It's legal. You know, whatever. With is is it you know moral? Meh, that's questionable, but uh, it's legal, so fuck off. But an eleven-year-old, as long out. as they're both consenting, I right. don't care. Right, exactly. I'm like whatever. You know, there was but a TikTok. I don't want to hear either one of them bitch about it. <laughs> you know, you right? know what I mean? Because I was 19 and he was 45, and he fucked with my head. You're dating a 45-year-old man who fucks 19-year-olds. The yeah. fuck did you think? I had a roommate that was my age, like 25, 26, and she was dating this 50-year-old dude. And then she would complain to me, and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you guys <laughs> have nothing in common besides wanting to fuck. Right. He's a 50-year-old dude that dates 25-year-olds. What the fuck do you – what are you expecting from him? Yeah. Right? I mean and – I, and I get it. It's like when these rich dudes, you know, they're 60 and they're dating some 20-year-old with a body on her like a porn star and everyone's like, yeah, she's just fucking him for the money and he's yep. just fucking her because he's fucking, she's 20. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And good for both of them. Why, why do I fucking care? She's getting what she wants. He's getting what he wants. And, you know, like Doug said, they're both consenting. Fuck off. It's none of your business. Um, like the 90 year olds that are fucking around with a 20 year old bombshell. Well, she's just doing it for the money. And you think he doesn't know that? You know? <laughs> the man's worth billions. He's a smart guy. He knows. No, but she loves me. No, right, that's, exactly. that's one thing you're never going to hear come out of that fucker's mouth. No. He's thinking to himself, I'm 90 years old, getting my fucking noodle wet with a, you know this 25-year-old porn star. Again, good for him. You know, His kids are still getting money and... That's what always kills me is when the kids come out, and they're like, oh, she's just taking him for the money. And I'll, really? What are you doing? So it doesn't look like you guys have a fantastic fucking family unit to begin with. Um, but it's, um, it's, you, you're going to get what you get. You know, um, there was a TikTok going around and you're, you're supposed to, it's like for when you're in, uh, what do they call it? A November, or December, a relationship or one's older than the other one and you're supposed to call out how old you are and this little chick gets on there and she's like i'm 21 and the dude's like i'm 61 and that was the one i was trying to show you guys where the comedian comes on he goes all right there uncle touchy <laughs> <laughs> and uncle touchy just fucking cracked me the fuck up um you know is that is that healthy probably not you know she's probably got some fucking dad issues or something but whatever again that's grandpa issues grandpa issues yeah um but you know again she's old enough that whatever you know if she's getting off with a 60 year old dude then good for her whatever i don't care um but i did think that uncle touchy was funny (laughs) yeah but um but yeah, like I said, little 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 eleven year old girl, dude, and she looked fucking eleven. You're just a you're just a sick fuck if you're thirty years old, dude. Really, if you're any age and you're trying to bang a fucking eleven year old girl, I'm sorry, you're fucked up. 
Like, I don't care. I don't care if you're 15 Unless or 16. Unless you're an 11-year-old boy. I mean, yeah. and then that, you're I, I, still and, fucked up because you've got some sort of testosterone issue at that point. I was not know, trying it, to fuck at 11. Uh, <laughs> I was already jerking off by then. So. Yeah, I was jerking off at like 10, but I I don't, I mean, Jesus Christ. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying if I was 11, a girl was 11, and knowing that I was you know, active in a different sense at that age. I'm just yeah. saying if I was an 11 year old boy and the right 11 year old girl, um, so much as touched it and said the right <laughs> thing, it would have happened. Walked by it. And like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, at least then it's not as fucking nasty, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like if I was 11 and 11 year old girl said, told me she wanted to take my penis for a test drive. I'm not going to tell her she's too young. <laughs> well, no, probably not, because you're both 11 at that point. So, but I don't know. That's still weird to me. But, you know, that's, um, I grew up in a Catholic household and sex was fucking condemned and horrible and terrible and et cetera, unless, et cetera. Unless you go to church and then. And then it was Okay. Then, or if you do it mind. in the I'm church. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to. Yeah, I knew where church. you were going. Yeah. <laughs> I knew where you were going. Speaking we're only going to allow this if the priests and the choir boys are at Sunday service. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You just couldn't help yourself, could you? I couldn't. It was right there. <clears throat> yeah. This, you uh, lobbed it up. Oh, I'm a lob it all right. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this podcast causes people to need therapy so which i am a um all two of them oh the, yeah right i am a uh, i am a fan of therapy myself i'm in therapy been doing emdr uh or as i like to call it churning the fucking dirt because uh, that shit brings stuff up from a long time ago and connects dots that are fucking weird and every time i leave after a fucking session i'm just not right for about 24 hours um <clears throat> excuse me 24 hours well less right than usual oh i see <laughs> yeah my fucking head's um my fucking head's in a weird place after that but it's cool man it's uh it's been cool and I, like i said I, I i am um the thing that frustrates me about therapy is that a lot of insurances, like either they don't cover it or you have to go through this big, this <laughs> bullshit to get it done. Like, you know, if I, if I need to go see a doctor because I have a tumor or something, right. I just go and, um, they, you know, they cover it. Right. Mm -hmm. But with mental health, they're like, Oh, well, you have to call and you have to talk to this other department and then yep. they'll set you up and you, you will give you six, visits and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, so if I had to go see a fucking oncologist, would you tell me that I only get six visits a year, you know, to my oncologist? Um, but it just goes back to the, to the concept and the idea that some people just don't believe in mental health the way that I think they should, you know? Yeah. Just, you, they get that default. It's all in your head crap. Yeah, just suck it up. Just like uh, cancer's all in your lung. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. It's yeah. mental health. Of course it's in it's your in head. My, right, you're right. It is in my head. Just like those tumors are in your fucking lungs, asshole. 
Um, you know, there are people like with ADD that say, well, you just need to, you just need to pay attention. You know, <laughs> um, you just need to try harder. You need to focus, bruh. You ain't fucking kidding. Right. But I'm not sure what you said. Cause I just disassociated and I fucking was somewhere else. Um, uh, you know, my parents, I was in my thirties before I got diagnosed with ADD. I think most people around me knew that I had it, but I didn't. And, uh, went in and like, I'm checking the boxes and it's like, fuck, cause I'm just checking them all. You think you're on like a prank show? You're like, who the fuck? <laughs> who wrote this? I'm sitting there talking to the psychiatrist and he's just grinning and writing shit down. And I'm like, so what do you think? And he's just kind of laughing. He's just hands me a bunch of fucking scripts for uh, Ritalin. <laughs> he's like, here you go. And he's like, yeah, dude, you're, you're all over the place. He said, you're, you're, looking around, you know, I was like, yeah, I just thought that was normal. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> but even at that, my parents were like, Oh, you don't have ADD. There's no such fucking thing. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of psychiatrists and doctors and people that would disagree with you on that. And I'm one of them. Um, and they put me on Ritalin and it helped a fucking ton. You know, I, I, I literally wept the first time that I took Ritalin. I took it and about a half hour later, um, I, I cried and I cried because for the first time, maybe in my life, <laughs> nice. for the first time in my life, my fucking head wasn't spinning out of control in 8 million different fucking places. And I was like, huh, yeah. so this is how normal people go about their day. Interesting. Okay. They just... Um, focus on stuff <laughs> right they can think then, about one thing and one thing only that's neat <laughs> that's neat imagine. that's cool yeah it's a novel idea and you know people have asked me why'd you get off the ridland and again it goes back to the to the to the way mental health and insurance and all that rides i moved down to florida and i lived in a place called naples which is um a high dollar area it's it's a wealthy typically a wealthy neighborhood and none of the psychiatrists down there took insurance. It was all cash. It was $300 an hour, dude. So what kind of cost... Illuminati fucking town is this? Right? And the fact is, is that it was since it was rich, they didn't... These. So the, the therapists that I'm seeing now, they don't accept insurance. They will give you a bill to give to your insurance, but my insurance doesn't work that way. They won't... You, it has to bill... It, they, yeah. The doctor has to bill through them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm paying out of pocket and it's a chunk of fucking cash. Um, but I'm doing it. And I told my therapist, I said, you know, therapy is a fucking privilege. It really is. I said in this, I said, you know, I understand why you don't bill insurance companies. It's paying the dick. I've known plenty of people in the, in the medical field and I've known some people that do billing. And if my, if your, if your eyes aren't dotted and your T's aren't crossed, everything has to be perfect. And then I submit it to you. And it takes you six months to pay me that. So whatever it is that you that I am owed, it's going to take me six months to get it. I'm constantly in arrears, you know. I understand why why some doctors. <laughs> I said you're constantly what <laughs> in arrears, <laughs> in arrear, <laughs> in arrear. So I understand why. Um, I understand why 
doctors don't do it. I, I had this conversation with my therapist. And I think I made her uncomfortable because I was just like, you're expensive. <laughs> you're, you're fucking expensive. <laughs> I said, uh, you know, because she wants me to do it weekly. I'm like, yeah, I bet you fucking do. Um, which I have been and I, I'll taper it down at some point. But I told her, I said, you know, this is a uh, this is a privilege because and the people that need therapy the most, right? The people that are in like lower income situations that have dealt with generational trauma throughout, you know, their, their family are the ones that probably could benefit from therapy the most, but they can't go get it because they can't fucking afford it. It's messed up, man. Being broke is a pretty good trigger for anxiety. There you go. Right. I mean, just in and of itself, exactly. Wondering if you're going to be able to pay your fucking bills. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's this way in any other countries, but being broke in America costs you a lot of fucking money. <laughs> it it, it yeah. does. I've watched those, um, like the breakdowns of how all that works, you know, and it's fucking amazing. Right. How, how being broke, um, costs you more goddamn money than it should. Um, but yeah, I would like to see, I would like to see mental health focused on a little bit better and I'd like to see it, be a little less complicated to, to bill insurance and, and things like that, you know? Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not the, I, I can't be the only person out there that sees the problem with it. Um, but you know, they say hurt people, hurt people. And I'm hoping that healed people can heal people. I, I, I want to be a better person. That's why I go to therapy. Um, and I hope that if I get better, I can help other people get better. But, um, it's fucking expensive. <laughs> so uh, I feel like I could just go uh, go get my uh, my therapy license and be like, all right, I'm a therapist now, so I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine. Dude, all that the people. That would require you to read books. Uh, yeah. That's. Uh... Back to that ADD thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Um Anytime I tell someone, yeah, I've read that. If it's been in the last five years, 10 years, that means I've listened to it. For some reason, I can do audiobooks. And even then, um, there are days where I've taken my earbuds out and been like, I have no idea what that last chapter was. Just none whatsoever. I do that when I'm physically reading. Like I'll be mm-hmm. reading with my eyes. Mm-hmm. But it's just all like <laughs> leaking out of my ears. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's me. So that's, I got everything I read. I have to read it like four times. Yep. Yep. And that's people I've been encouraged to go back to school for different things. And I'm like, no, and, oh, but you got it. And I'm like, no, I, I don't disagree with you. I would love to go back to school for a few things. Um, I'm working on my ham radio license right now. And I'm only going for the very basic one because I know me, it's going to take me forever for that exact same fucking reason. Now, I'm pretty good with RF, RF propagation and things like that. So I'm hoping that that helps. But um, trying to get certificates and things like that is a fucking nightmare for me because of what you just said. Reading and then going, what did I just read? (laughs) And it's not that I'm dumb or can't comprehend. It's just one part of my brain is reading it while another part of my brain is wondering how squirrels get all those fucking nuts buried. I don't know, you know. Trying to bury your nuts. I'm trying to bury my nuts in arrears. Well, modern society has made this worse, but oh, yeah. um, 
people with ADD especially uh, have a, you know, it, it getting sort of at the root of it goes to kind of a dopamine issue mm-hmm. um, to where, you know, when you're doing social media, when you're looking at YouTube, when you're watching TikTok, whatever else, there's an anticipation there that you may discover something that's pretty cool. Occasionally Mm -hmm. you discover something that's pretty cool. You get that dopamine reward. Meanwhile, meanwhile, if you read a book that doesn't have, you know, an immediate reward or something else involved in it, it is a low dopamine activity and it's your, your mind is constantly fighting against it. No, let's not do this. Let's go do fun shit. Right. Let's go do something else. um, And I struggle with that myself. Um, But it's, it's that whole risk reward system. And in a modern society that we have now where, (laughs) you know, you've got this device that's fighting for your attention, that's Mm -hmm. in your back pocket or in your hand or, you know, wherever it's really hard to escape that. And I, very, and I'm, uh, you know, not that I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm the old guy screaming shit was better in the old days, <laughs> but uh, I do believe that the society that we're bringing up now is going to run into some interesting problems because of that. I would agree. And, you know, based on TikTok. Right. I just recently got on TikTok about a month ago. A friend of mine kind of encouraged me to do it. And I really enjoy it because of what Doug just said. Um, I have ADD. And so these little 30 second to three minute pops. And a lot of times, like I skip through all the, the duets and the stitching, all the lip syncing. I think that's all bullshit. Like it's, oh, good for you. You lip synced something, you know, from someone else fucking dumb dude move on like that's that's trash but there are some really neat nuggets of information and um cool facts and things like that and you're absolutely right i love that like i love learning and i love learning new things um and it's that pop 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 you know as i'm going through um and you're not learning a ton about it you're just learning enough that it's like instant gratification yep and then you're going on to the next thing yep like Dud said. And, and the thing is, is that TikTok is hugely popular. So there's no way that that many people out there just necessarily have ADD, right? Because if so, then we aren't neurodivergent anymore. We're the fucking baseline. Um, but it could be that it's creating more ADD-like people, right? Who need that dopamine pop, like Doug's saying. So you're, you're almost creating this generation of, you know, dopamine junkies, um, and yeah, it'll be curious to see in 20, 50, 100 years how that affects society in general. The TikTok effect. You've been diagnosed with TikTok-itis. TikTok-itis, right? Well, um, you know, they have had the people that now that had no pr- prior symptoms of Tourette's mm-hmm. that are experiencing symptoms of Tourette's, um, that actually made the news. It seems to be yeah. more prevalent in girls. Don't know what the fuck is up with that. Yeah, young girls are exhibiting uh, yeah Tourette's uh, symptoms after using TikTok. Really? I'm sure there's another 
thing they're probably doing as well. <laughs> like, right. I'm not sure that I believe the correlation points to causation, but right. yeah, they're they're pointing at TikTok for it. Huh. I wonder. But again, if you start fucking with dopamine, I mean, I guess that there there could be something there. You know, yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, and Doug, you actually hyper focus. I don't, to my knowledge, I don't hyper focus. That's um, why I can't do TikTok. And you know, we've uh, Dan and I and Adam and uh, everybody, we've had this discussion before. Mm. And Dan's been on this TikTok kick, and mm. we all have various forms of communication where we've had persistent chats for God knows how long. <laughs> and we sit there and say, hey, what are you doing? Look at this bullshit. I found this thing. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like that all day long. So it's sort of like our own little microcosm social media, but it's just the three of us. So um, Dan was like, you know, you should do TikTok. And I'm like, you know, I had it for a week and I realized how dangerous it was uh, because everyone and their brother is familiar with a YouTube rabbit hole. You log on to YouTube to find Mm -hmm. out how to fix your fucking dryer or Mm -hmm. some other bullshit like that. And then three hours later, you know, we've had this discussion. Yeah. You're looking to see how to talk to giraffes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, and those are YouTube rabbit holes for Mm -hmm. me. There is no TikTok rabbit hole. By the time I come out of the other side of that rabbit hole, I'm on the other side of the planet. (laughs) And when Doug told me that, I was like, yeah, you're right. Don't. Yeah, you probably Well, should. dude, it's like engineered to make sure yep. you don't close it. Like, yep. Right. Yep. And they make a lot of money making sure you don't close it. Yeah, and I, for me, it, it is the bullshit or the thoughts that are on there, the chicks that are just like, oh, look at my titties, you know. I'm like, boring. Um, or all the, I'll, I'll go three or four that are those lip sync videos where they're, lip, they're syncing to something else. And I'll close it because that annoys the fuck out of me because I'm actually looking for content, funny content, you know, the old Vine stuff, that kind of thing. I've been trying to figure out how to turn off lives. Yeah, that's another one. Because at night, if you get on, like, all it is is live streams of chicks with their titties hanging out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Pornhub is, like, in the other tab. I can just open that. Right, exactly. I can go jerk off to to Pornhub I'm on TikTok for other stuff, like, not this. I actually look for decent content, real content. That's what I want to see is real content, you know. Um, and I do pretty well on TikTok myself. I do a lot of Jeep centric stuff and I do pretty well. And a buddy of mine that's on there was asking, you know, he's like, man, you're doing pretty good. I said, well, this platform is like perfect for me. (laughs) It's these little one minute blurbs, you know, um, that's neat. And then I just put it up there. I said, it's yeah, it, it, it works pretty well for me. I can't do long form videos. I don't, I don't have the editing skills. I don't have the, the um, concentration myself. You know, like I said, I don't hyper-focus like, because there's ADD and there's ADHD, right? And um, like I would classify Doug probably more as ADHD because when he does spin up, he's spun up. Like you can see it. And there is a certain hyperactivity. Yeah, he starts turning around in circles. He does. He just, he, he blue screens and he turns in circles. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can see it. I'm more ADD. I don't, I don't, typically do the hyperactive thing. And I kind of wonder if that's where the hyper focus comes from. Um, I, I just, I don't know really. And I've read up on it and I don't think they being, you know, doctors and shit have a fucking clue really. Well, um, you know, if you had to ask me from personal experience, you know, once I started 
looking into dopamine and dopamine uh, releasing activities. Uh, when I find something that I'm really interested in, mm-hmm. the best thing that I can liken it to is when you meet a person that you're dating and you're in that initial phase where you're learning things about each other mm-hmm. um, and everything's all rosy mm-hmm. and perfect in the whole nine yards. And it all breaks down to, you know, uh, you know, I like pizza. You like pizza. I like this thing. You like that thing. I like to fuck. You like to fuck. We're made for each other. And <laughs> when I start off and something like that and my hyper focus engages that's because i am getting that dopamine hit mm-hmm. by learning about that thing that i wanted to learn something about if it's something that i'm interested in it's very rarely anything that's terribly useful <laughs> um I if it's ter- for that. if it's terribly like useful <laughs> yeah uh, if it's terribly useful, it you know it sort of goes by the wayside. But if it really has nothing to do with anything and it's just something to feed my brain and it's a dopamine hit at the same time, yeah, I'll find out every fucking thing about it. <laughs> it's your, it's the, the joke that we used to have was, if you ask Doug what time it is, he'll tell you how to build a watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, cause he, he knows cause he researched it and he can tell you about obscure Belgian fucking watchmakers. And shit. So, I have a business idea. Okay. Are you guys ready? You guys, are you going to get in this. on this on the ground floor? I'm fucking checkbook is open. So ADHD textbooks where every two or three pages is just a giant full page picture of tits to keep you engaged. <laughs> oh, I've had this uh, literally, Adam. I've had this idea for years. <laughs> it would work. Well, and it will allow me to elaborate. All Stops. you would have to do is take a standard something like something technical, a uh, networking course. Um, Linux course, um, whatever. And all you would have to do is integrate a porn-based reward system into it. (laughs) Because, you know, most of the people that I'm aware of that, uh, no, Um, but uh, most of the people that I'm aware of that, you know, anytime a new technology came out, all they had to do was put tits on it. If you put tits <laughs> on that new technology, there would be guys lining up to learn, oh, so I need to do this series of commands to see these tits. If you put tits on the other side yeah. of something, you're more apt to learn it. So it's like, while I don't have the technical skill set myself, all that would have to be done by someone who is knowledgeable would be to build a training course with porn rewards in there somewhere. Porn rewards. Porn, yeah, you turn in your points for porn. Porn uh, reward program. And on the flip side of that, I've read before that porn, the porn industry has actually 
uh, cultivated and driven uh, technology innovations mm -hmm. through the years. Um, the internet being one of them. Uh, once once porn realized, holy shit, we're you know we've got this pipeline going straight into people's homes. They started to push uh, a lot of technology that other platforms use today. You know, like streaming. If you think about it, right? Porn was streaming before Netflix was. Um, so and VHS and Beta. There's you know a lot of discussion that VHS survived because the porn industry chose uh, it chose it and shit like that you know so yeah titties titties have make they they make the world go round i mean everybody likes them men women gay men straight women doesn't matter boobs have you ever seen the movie middlemen uh no but i know the i i've seen the ads for it like i wanted to watch it because uh, it's based on that isn't it or it's like a yeah they like they it's like the invention of internet porn. Like these guys are on like BBSs and shit and they realize that like there's no porn on it yet. Yeah. So they start scanning in like playboys and selling yeah. access to their BBS. Yeah. I actually wanted to see that because it's based on a true story, isn't it? Yeah. And then they got out of that business because it was basically piracy and uh, they got into the discreet billing business. Yeah, nice. they, they were the first <laughs> ones to figure out how to use a credit card online. Gotcha. Jesus, dude. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fucking fucking food, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like they're we're we're just animals looking for uh, pretty basic things in life. Everything else Eat, is sleep, sort of, fuck. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, uh, that's. Well, at Lord some knows, point that's my the, goal these days. Yeah, at some point in the movie, they pull they pull a check out of a drawer that's like some ridiculous amount. I don't remember how much it was. And like one of the guys was saying something, don't you guys realize that this is a blah, blah, blah check, but they were making so much money hand over fist that that literally was not a big deal. Mm. That's insane. Um, I remember... Uh, doing it well. No, I working with a guy that he was doing a job at a house, and it turned out to be one of those cam girl houses. And it was uh, it was in a normal neighborhood, you know. Um, and but all the bedrooms, the living room, the dining room, everything was set up for uh, for cam girls. <laughs> and he was talking to the guy and the, and the girls that were there, and like they'd roll up. The girls would roll up in Mercedes. Like you would never know because this house was just, you know, there's just always Mercedes and shit. So these women would drive there. Um, so, you know, they had a home somewhere that was perfectly normal and they would drive to this house They'd go in and do the cam girl thing. But, you know, they were rolling in Mercedes and um, the guy that was running it was fucking had like five or six of these houses around the city. And uh, you think about that for a minute, right? All these girls are doing is, you know, they're masturbating, they're playing with themselves. Some of them don't even do that. They just talk shit and dudes are just throwing fucking money at them. And <laughs> I am a big proponent of the sex work industry. I think it should be legalized. It's a woman's body. She can do whatever the fuck she wants with it. Um, and if you legalized it, people are like, oh, there's all this bad shit that happens. Yeah, right. Because it's illegal. And so, you know, you legalize it, you regulate it. 
and you can well, make once it safe. You pull, yeah, once you pull things out of the shadows. Right, right. You know, well, I mean, look I, at... Uh, Colorado's the perfect example. You right. Know, literally. It's like there are, you know, several shops within... 10 miles of where I'm at, I walk up, I pull out my identification. I can go in there and buy any damn thing I want. I didn't have to meet somebody in a shady parking lot, wonder if I was going to get fucking shot or any of the above. It's all above board and it being legalized made it safer. Well, and, um, you know, prostitution in Nevada, right? Um, the, the bunny ranch and all that, they, uh, they so test, dangerous. So they, dangerous. They, now. they test the girls. Um, there's security there, etc. So right, same thing. You're not meeting somebody in the back alley somewhere um, to get something done. Uh, legalizing a lot of that stuff again takes some of the danger out of it. But yeah, people, people that they, it's like, well, if we make it legal, then everyone's going to do it, and and it's going to be this big scourge. Um, and I don't think that that's necessarily um i don't think that's necessarily true i mean people are already doing it right so you're not going to make it more dangerous by legalizing it if anything it's going to stay the same amount of dangerous right and i know you know um in in colorado with legalization it hasn't turned every teenager and person into a fucking you know shaggy scooby-doo stoner for fuck's sake um, it's, uh, it, it, sometimes legalizing things actually takes that taboo away from it, you know? And they're like, eh, it's legal now. Fuck it. Go, I, I've noticed Tide Pods. Yeah. Like some, some younger people don't really want to do it now. Cause it's not like hood rat shit anymore. It's like right. regular right. people become, shit now. It's become bougie, you know? So, and that's exactly right. It's, it doesn't hold that, um, that mystique like it did. So, um, no, I'm, like I said, I've always been a proponent of, of sex work. I think if a woman can go on only fans, like if a, if a stay at home mom with a couple of kids, you know, in the evenings can go up into her bedroom and take some pictures or videos and post them online and make fucking eighty ninety thousand $90,000 a year. Yeah. Good for her. Right. You know, um, and I would, if people wanted to see me naked, I'd do Thank it. you. Thank you. I'd be slinging this shit everywhere. Like, Hey, <laughs> check it out. You know, factory.com. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, only Dan's.com. I actually, <laughs> I actually own that by the way. Um, I need to, I have a couple of websites. I need to go and renew. Actually, now that I think about it, um, but yeah, so there you have it. That's it. That's it. There ain't nothing else to it. Ain't nothing else. Nothing. Yeah. All right.